feel like I probably know this, but what, what is the most trouble you got in as a kid? Since we're still in high school here, I feel like this question's relevant. I, w- I would normally be hesitant to answer this, except that I already have on previous episodes. <laughs> I, I got uh, caught with marijuana in my backpack, uh, and I, I, had, I had to lay bricks outside of my mom's house for, <laughs> for like several months. And you were only allowed to come to my house for band practice, and that which, was it. Which was a mercy. Like, like yeah, she, yeah. she should not have let me do that. But your mom's the same. So. Yeah. She's the nicest lady in the whole wide so world. the most so. trouble you ever gotten? I think so. Um, yeah. Yeah. I've never been to jail or anything. No. <laughs> so most, most trouble I ever got in has to be, like, familial. I got... Chris and I got grounded on a cruise. You ever heard this, you ever heard this story? Mm-mm. <laughs> so... <laughs> I was 12, I think. And Chris was 10. And we went on a cruise with, like, our big extended family all on my dad's side. And... I think it was like one of those carnival cruises and it had a gym somewhere in it. Like the whole front of the ship was just like all windows all the way down and it had a gym and my dad was on the bike and the bikes were like, I guess up against the, like the window looking out to the front of the boat. My dad's in the gym on the bike and he looks up and he sees two people sliding down the front of the ship. What? And lo and behold, <laughs> it's his two sons, <laughs> two sons sliding. cheating death. Chris and I just slid down the front of the ship on the glass and he was absolutely furious yeah in the same it didn't as we were out there with our cousin it didn't seem that bad like we weren't like right near the edges or anything like we were in the middle and it's a giant ship and it didn't like there were levels with railings and everything and everything so we were just sliding down like a 20 foot portion it wasn't like a huge incline but I just if you imagine it from my dad's angle he's just looking up and he sees two people sliding down the front it just looked terrible <laughs> yeah imagine it now as a father yeah yeah oh yeah <laughs> like, are those those you see like some kids doing it you're like bunch look, of the, look at those jackasses those are my jackasses <laughs> no 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 are you shitting me <laughs> but I, I think you buried the lead kudos on your dad for working out on a cruise yeah right yeah. <laughs> I, no, no, I no. would not be <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'd be day drunk by the pool and just hoping you guys are not sliding down glass stuff. Um, yeah, we're only sixteen on this podcast right now, but we're gonna talk. We're, we're gonna hear about you being drunk a lot. Hey, fun yeah. time. Hey, this is the uh, Remember the Times podcast. I'm Mitch. This is uh, AJ over here. Hello, everyone. I do believe we're on episode seventeen right now. Oh, that's what the page says. <sighs> yeah, if my math is wrong, it was never my strong suit. <laughs> Anyways, simple addition. Yeah, one plus. Yeah. Anyways, so we finished up junior year last episode. Two thousand. We're in two thousand four. This is our first show of our senior year. Me and Mitch are seniors. Oh man, we're almost out of here. And James is a senior. Sean would be a junior, junior? and Chris is now a sophomore. Oh, they're all growing up. So crazy. Uh, we started off our big senior year playing my ex-girlfriend's birthday party and um yeah was she your ex at the time yes okay this was like a previous girlfriend from like two years earlier so but on good terms apparently because she invited us to play at her birthday party yeah yeah so that was a like you're not a love match for me but you are a uh a party entertainment match for (laughs) my birthday party dance (laughs) dance monkey (laughs) but i mean so we just hung out in the pool all day, and then we just played a sweet punk rock set. 
at her parents' house. Mm-hmm. And that was, was in like very nice house, fancy section of Manhattan Beach. They had a really nice pool, jacuzzi situation. I don't really remember too much else besides it just being a fun day. I do remember. So if you guys listen back, our last bonus episode, we talked about a friend that we let sing backing vocals on the album that stood way too close to the mic, and you could only hear <laughs> him singing. It. Uh, we let him sing. You just stepped aside and let him sing Last Caress by the Misfits. Yeah. And I think we all were just like laughing the whole time. Not that it was like bad, it was just funny to us. Yeah, he was, he, was, he, he was our like our like funny friend. Yeah. And so, so we were like like, Oh, you wanna sing it? Yeah, get in there, man. Yeah. So that was that was it. That was our first show. September two thousand four. But uh yeah, you, and, and again, very nice now. of you to uh very nice of you. No, we're not we're not eighteen yet, but Yeah, but that's you know, it's very nice of me, but it is just kinda like par for the course for how like good of a good of a dude I yeah, am. Yeah, you let you let James sing, then he broke a string, yeah. you let my dad sing, and now you let this dude sing. It's almost like I didn't want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> I was just letting everybody else do it. Like, you mean I don't have to sing for a song? Yeah, get up there, man. <laughs> you try it. Yeah. Um, all right, so next one. Oh, man, we're back at our stopping grounds, the Jawson Center. We are, for the fourth year in a row, trying out for the hometown fair. I got a good feeling about this one. Do you? <laughs> Don't I? <laughs> I might. Well, so to recap, the hometown fair, um, it, it's a fair in Manhattan Beach, um, and they have a battle of the bands every year. They we still do, out. too. I went, I went to the yeah. most recent one, and there was a battle of the bands happening. We tried out in the first year in 2001, and it, uh, I think it was on 9-11, so that was weird, but we also didn't make it. We didn't get into play. Unrelated. Unrelated. Second year, Chris had a broken hand. That's right. We still got in. We got in. We did not place, though. We didn't win. We didn't place, but Chris had a broken hand. Third year, we went to the tryouts. Chris got knocked out in a football game, did not attend the tryouts, but they let us in anyways because they felt bad for him. So we got to play the hometown fair, and uh, we did not place. But I felt like we kept getting better each time. Yeah, I think so. I mean, we had to have. Yeah. <laughs> this is three Let's years hope so. of uh, tryouts. So this is our fourth time trying. And we played, and I believe... Or, um, no, 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 sorry. Allura tried out as well. OG to Allura tried out. So Chris tried out twice. And I think our, I think our friends third party tried out. That sounds right. That, like I, I remember them trying out for a hometown fair. I have a picture of the lead singer of third party and our friend John and Allura from that tryout. So hey, there you go. He was at least there. Why? Why would he be there if not to try out? Maybe to support his friends. No. That's not, you don't do that for tryouts. No, yeah. Um, But so, I don't really remember anything about our tryout. I just remember watching Allura. They played Dig Up Her Bones by The Misfits. They played Torches by Rise Against. And I think that's it. Um, The judges were very impressed with them. And we were all kind of like, I hope we get in over them. I think they were mostly impressed that um, they all had like, semi-long hair like like beetles long like when that mm-hmm. was considered long and like they, they were all headbanging together and i think that just looked cool. yeah like coordinated headbanging yeah. they're like oh these guys like they actually worked on their act yeah um but i don't remember if third party got in but allura and SBNC both got into the hometown fair we made it we fucking did it third year in a row and this one was not on a unconscious drummer technicality <laughs> so 
So we made it's it no in. consolation entry. We made it in. Go us. That's show number two. We're still in September. Actually, this all four shows in this episode take place in September 2004. Oh. Yeah. Crazy, right? Yeah, look at that. Yeah. Um, so moving along, this would be September 17th now, 2004. Taylor, the guitar player for OG Allura and who has been filling in for us, um, decided to have a big party in his parents' backyard, and we played his birthday party. Do you we remember that a, at all? We play a lot of birthday parties. Apparently. Yeah. Um, not so much anymore. No. But it was kind of... I feel like we should have learned how to do, like, balloon animals or something. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't get... We didn't get the cops called on us this time, so that yes. was cool. The only thing I remember about this is that after SBNC set was done, everybody wanted us to keep playing. I think everyone was just raging. And so they wanted to hear AFI, and we didn't have any more AFI songs in the set. But John and I knew a couple more. So we three-pieced, John, Chris, and I, we three-pieced The Leaving Song Part 2 and Silver and Cold. Cool. I highly doubt that went well <laughs> at all. Yeah, I, I, I don't remember that show at all. I got no memory I just, of it. I just, I, yeah, nothing, that, that's the only thing that stands out. And that's not really that interesting, so we can just, <laughs> we can just move right along here. <laughs> Thanks for bringing it up, though. Yeah, I'm just going to say it anyways. <laughs> For completion's sake. Fun fact, yeah. For completion set of my uh, of my ongoing list here, um, and uh, the final show of this episode. If you guys remember, a few episodes back, Mitch and I talked about a big episode or a big event that happened. We met Yanni Lang of AMI Productions, who was the uh, big uh, promoter in the area. If you wanted to get on the good punk shows in the South Bay, AMI was the uh, they were the head the head honchos. He put on all the greater shows in the area. Thank you, Yanni. Yeah, thanks, Yanni. And a year later, we got our very first show with AMI Productions, opening for one of our very favorite bands of the time, Guttermouth. Ooh, baby. Oh, baby. At uh, point seven oh five in Hermosa, which is now a hospital. <laughs> Tried to be a venue slash restaurant for a very long time. It was a cool, a cool little area. It was a venue that had like really cool shows. Yeah, the venue itself was kind of whatever, um, but they always had the best shows there. We're gonna, it's gonna come up quite a bit in this podcast, yeah. and you're gonna hear a lot of um, awesome and horrific thing that's happened to <laughs> us there over the years. But this one, this was really just a an awesome experience all around. This was so not only was this our second like big headliner but it was the first one for a production company and an even bigger band than 1208 was at the time so yeah. we were just like even though we were already starting to be a metal band I think we were more excited for this I mean like a few episodes we were naming like top five punk albums Guttermouth was on yours yeah like, like we we 100%. were consistently listening to Guttermouth all the time and all then it was time. just like hey guess what you're opening for him yeah you're probably yeah. gonna meet him you guys might even be best friends I mean I think I 100% remember James's mom taking us to see Guttermouth at the Glass House, um, mm -hmm. like probably at least three or four times, like throughout high school. I'd never seen them live before, but yeah, I'd listen to them a lot. Okay, yeah. I mean, well, if you guys haven't heard of Guttermouth, I would suggest Musical Monkey is a absolutely fantastic punk album. Teriyaki Moto, that one's yeah pretty rad. As and well. they're they're still active too. They're yeah. they're still playing shows. Absolutely, they are. Yeah. As of as of date of this recording, which yeah, is whenever. whatever whatever look at your watch. Yeah. Um, but so this was this was a huge deal. This was two days after Taylor's birthday show. So this was September nineteenth, two thousand four. Um, and uh, 
I'm pretty sure it was sold out. And we, uh, <laughs> before the show started, we got there for load-in. I think this was one of our first times, like, actually having to load in at a certain time because Guttermouth had gotten to a level where shows, or, and just AMI and productions in general actually had, like, legit shows and not just kids throwing it yeah, together. And they're, they, like, backlined and stuff. There was an actual, um, what do you call that? Like, there was a, a schedule to the day. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you had to, um, we had to get there early and load in all of our gear. And we came across... We ran into Sean and I ran into the uh, the Guttermouth singer. I don't know if you remember this. One of the times that we saw Guttermouth at the Glass House, the singer w- was wearing a blue dress the whole show. Um, and that I don't know. We just we remember that, and we were just we were so excited. And Sean tried. To, I was too scared to talk, but Sean was like, "Hey, we uh oh man, we're such big fans. You like we um we saw you at the Glass House that show that." Uh, you wore a, dr- a dress at a blue dress, and he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, great show." And then Sean kept talking, and he just walked away, <laughs> <laughs> completely didn't wasn't listening to him at all. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and Sean just had to stop mid sentence, and oh, no. I started crying. <laughs> that is <laughs> from laughter. That is hurtful. Yeah, um, I don't know if that was on purpose or he just wasn't paying attention because he was getting. Like, he was oh yeah, great, good, good show, good show. Like went but, on and went to go do his. Stuff that he was there yeah, to do, but oh my god, that was that was so <laughs> funny. That was so funny. Um, poor Sean. <laughs> uh, the the show went really really well. I um, our last demo that had come out about a year prior, I seemed to be getting all over the South Bay pretty pretty good. I don't know if that was just for the um, that. Uh, was that Western Waste uh, message board that had gotten mm-hmm. on or just all the shows that we were playing but a lot of people that we didn't even know or didn't even go to our school were there and knew our songs we had a great pit saw a lot of people singing along we went semi, semi-viral semi before viral was a thing yeah at least for in the South Bay anyways yeah locally viral three things about that set really stick out in my head just beyond it being a great show but um, I don't know if you remember any of these things we'll, we'll see but there was this really super punk rock girl like Liberty Spikes, butt flap, chains, everything. Yeah. And for the most part, we stick to like punk rock and like hardcore punk, I would say. And I think this might have been one of the first shows that we like semi tailored our set. Yeah, a little bit. We, were like, we let's, did. Let's not do, let's not play chapter four. No, we played like for lack of better options. I think we might have played a single second. Yeah. Um, we played our originals, Keeping the Peace. I think we probably played Still Locked Away, the one that I had just written last episode. But we also played what seemed to be our most quote unquote famous song, Good Plan Idiot. And this super punk rock girl, like, couldn't have been more punk rock. It was like, oh, finally they play their good song. And we have a good song, yeah. But not only that, but like we were all kind of looked at each other, like, because that song is like the least punk rock of our whole yeah. set. And this super punk girl was like <laughs> bummed about our whole set until this one song that sounds more like Blink or Good Charlotte. And I, like, I do, huh. I do remember that. And I, I remember my takeaway was like, y- we have a good song. Like you <laughs> know us enough to the point where you're like, oh, they're playing their good stuff. Yeah, but I was just kind of, I was just weirded out because, like, I don't think you listen to like subhumans. I'm assuming, and yeah, yeah, <laughs> like you, you are presenting Filth. very super punk rock, and your 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 favorite song of ours is our like least punk our song. earwormy, 
pop punk song. Yeah. But, but maybe, I don't know if that speaks badly on her or on the rest of our catalog. Kind of remains to be yeah. seen. Who knows? <laughs> like maybe, maybe their super punk rock songs aren't <laughs> that good. But um, yeah, I mean, I think great show overall. That was that was great. That, so that's the one thing that sticks out. Number two. So this 705 had a really low stage. Mm-hmm. If you you remember that, yeah, yeah, it was it was like a step. So like yeah, it was a step. So anybody could just like you could literally walk up in one step. But if somebody was going to come up and like talk to you like before the set, it was no problem at all. It wasn't like they were too far away. But this guy came up during our set and started like talking to us like ballers. <laughs> I don't know if you remember. He was, he was like, you, "You guys sound good. Like, I like this song." <laughs> And we both kind of looked at each other, just like, "Thanks, fuck." <laughs> we uh, we intend to play more. Can we talk to you after, sir? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't like a great time for us. In the middle of screaming our lungs out, and you're yeah. talking to us. Sounds really good, dude. What kind of guitars you use? <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> so, like, are you guys local? <laughs> it, it's actually odd how many times that's happened to me over the years, but that was the first time I was like, "What the fuck." I think people get drunk and then they lose all sense of place, yeah, and, and like propriety and like like what's actually happening around them. And they're, they're like, "Oh, like oh, I really like this band. I'm gonna go tell them. I can tell them right now, mid song. Hey, I like you guys. You're good. You sound good. So that was number two. That was odd. I I, I remember that one as Do you well know that? Cool. because all I right, think that was our that. first brush with a a weird audience interaction. Yeah, that was definitely odd. Besides people telling us to play an encore when they really don't yeah. want us off the stage. I, I, at, that, at this point in my life, I was still pretty convinced that they wanted us to play an encore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not sure yet. And the uh, the third one, I think this is one of my favorite because this one actually made me laugh. Um, there was a guy, we were, I know we were, we were playing our original song, Keeping the Peace. And there was a blonde haired fella with a mohawk that he hadn't put up. I just I just remember this guy. This sticks out in my head. This is what he looked like. Anyways, I saw him. I know it wasn't like we were playing to a couple hundred kids at all of our shows. Like I think we had one show that had people over a hundred before this. Mm-hmm. And so this guy was not had never been to one of our shows, and he was very much like rocking out and singing along to keeping the peace. But then I looked at him more. I was like, oh shit, this guy knows our song. And then I looked at him more. He was just mouthing. He was singing <laughs> along, but he did not know. He had no idea what was going on. <laughs> I, I don't remember that one. Yeah. So, but yeah, he was just like. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, I appreciate the support, but this is, this is very odd. Got my hopes all up and stuff. <laughs> Thought somebody knew our song. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. <laughs> kind of like a, like a semi B side song too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But like, uh, whoa, he knows like our deep catalog. <laughs> we must really be. Nope. Never mind. He's just on drugs. Oh, he's yeah. He's currently <laughs> on a good one. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. That was those were only my memories of the show. You remember anything else about that one? No, I I, I have memories of later S seven oh five shows, um, but that didn't go well. Yes. But uh, but I remember this oh, one specifically as like a it was it felt very much like a jumping off like like oh shit totally like, right? like we're opening for Guttermouth and it went well yeah and we were we were very pumped about it and it was like walking distance from my mom's house yeah there <laughs> so you go I think I walked there walked back <laughs> so that's convenient for me woo yeah nice and easy but yeah so that was um uh, one of many AMI production shows for us but that was our one with like our first like super strong headliner and. Uh, 
yeah, here we are. We're seniors. Oh, my God. We're seniors. We're so grown up now. We're 17 right now, I think. Yeah. In this one. But, uh... Yeah, so things are things are still going like this. Nothing, uh, <laughs> nothing super bad has happened yet. <laughs> yeah, we're we have only up to go for a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus! <laughs> J- well, James is still here. Things are going like this, and then uh, oh, you guys will see. Well, as soon as, <laughs> as, soon as you mentioned seven oh five, my whole body tensed up. Yeah, and yeah, <clears throat> it's gonna be good. Uh, I don't know how soon that one's coming up, but it's gonna get. <laughs> it's gonna get real bad. <laughs> yeah, I still I still have uh, like panic sweat dreams about seven oh five on occasion. I can't wait to talk about that one. That's gonna be really <laughs> cool. good. Can't wait! Can't wait but, to relive uh, it. Do we have any more? Um, okay, so last one we did a British sign off. What, what are we doing here? Um, shit. Uh, I got nothing, man. There's an end of a. Uh, there's an end of a guttermouth song. That says, "You stupid roller skater, get the fuck out of the way." <laughs> Can that be a sign off? Doesn't really have anything to do with it. There's it, could, no, it could be whatever you want it to be. There's man. no roller skaters in this song, but I stand by that. Or in our house, or anything. Yeah, that's true. But uh, hmm. hmm, hmm, we really got to think about this. Nah, I kind of, I kind of like Figuring having every out. episode dwindling off and kind of like uh, I don't, I don't know, like like and like and subscribe or whatever. I'd rather have okay. a beer. <laughs> I'd rather have a beer. <laughs> All right. Well, bye, everybody. We'll get you next time. Episode 17. We're done. We're done. It's in the books. Yeah. Bye. Bye.